Welcome to the What If Podcast with your hosts, Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Copperood. You asked if I was ready to start recording, and I immediately started doing something that required both of my hands. <laughs> you, you said yes, and then moved quickly moved out of frame. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> oh, boy. Hi, bud. Hi. How are you? Are you drinking red wine? No, I'm drinking coffee. Oh, didn't see the coffee coffee cup just look like a cup cup. And because of the tinting how in far your can studio. I, how far can I angle this without pouring it over my keyboard? <laughs> Let's not find out. <laughs> Let's not try. Let me hold this directly over all of my gear at a 45 degree angle and see what happens. And pray. Um, hi, it's the What If Podcast. I'm Ryan Copperwood. That's Spencer Worth Davis. Hi. So speaking hey. of, of dumb shit that I would do to break things. We put British lady in this one. Oh, sure. It's been a minute. I think Bring I still back. have that somewhere. Do it. Um, so I, I got a new new piece of gear delivered. The the final piece of the the studio re rebrand. Uh oh. Uh oh. And <laughs> re rebrand. <laughs> it's uh it's sitting on the front step. Dude just dropped it off. And my my storm door opens out, right? Onto my front oh, yeah. step. And oh he, yeah, this is a classic quarantine conundrum, bud. And he, the delivery person, had it's like a very thin, fairly long, like twenty inch long cardboard box, and so he had stood it up, leaning against the steps. And I opened the door, thinking I had enough clearance to just open the door, reach out and grab it, and instead caught the corner of it, and it bounced end over end down my stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no and landed with the uh the side of the box that had fragile printed in in big bold letters across it facing up oh oh no <laughs> what what were the exact first words out of your mouth uh I had some curse word i don't know which Was one it? Yeah, oh yeah i <laughs> just opened my front door <laughs> fuck out the front door and then right back inside god shit damn it <laughs> Neighbors are like fucking. Oh god, quarantine got to our neighbor. Fuck. <laughs> Just honey, bring the kids in. Bring the kids in. Put the sleds away. Out here for my morning scream. Don't mind me. <laughs> Dude, we'd be such a better population if everyone just had a good morning scream. <laughs> just open your just. front door at about eight a.m. every day and, and give them a. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. As loud as you can. <laughs> Uh anyway, it seems it seems like I didn't break did, anything because you're you're currently. I was gonna say, did you plug it in? How you're currently doing? hearing me through it, so hopefully it's okay. <laughs> if not, well then, I have only myself to blame. I know this technologically probably couldn't happen, but it would just crack my whole shit up if you exported this episode and you just sound like you're coming through a tin can. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, I'm putting it out. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, if Spencer sounds terrible today, you have just learned why. It's because I <laughs> kicked a compressor down my front steps. Anyway. Oh, that compressor. I uh I very much I very much had a good laugh a few weeks back when uh we had ordered some some groceries from uh Amazon Fresh. Sure. And the person who delivered them just straight up put everything on our top step. <laughs> like, so you're just stuck like, in the house. 
eight bags and like mm-hmm. uh like a thing until and i literally opened it and i got it open about five inches and was just like i gotta go out my back door <laughs> you walk and around the whole house yeah walked around my whole house and then at that point, I was like, well, I can't really just like bring it down to then open it up. So I just did three loads <laughs> around my house in the back door. Looked like a uh-huh. fucking psychopath, but. Yeah, well, here we are, you know. Gotta do what you gotta do after nine months of doing everything fucking ass backwards. It's it's all ass backwards anyway. And you know what? I didn't have anything else to do, so fuck it. Well, there's that, too. They gave me an activity. (laughs) That person said, here's a puzzle, you fucking bored asshole. (laughs) Figure it out. I've Yeah, I've started fucking lifting weights again just out of boredom. Just pure boredom. me too. I don't even really like it. It's not doing a whole lot for me. It's just a fucking thing to do that kills a half an hour every day. Yep, yep. And you feel like you have less aggression at the condition of the world once your arms are a little tired. <laughs> it's just easier to accept that you can't do anything about it because you don't physically feel like doing anything about it. Yeah, yeah, because you're like, well, I don't really want to stand up anyway because my butt hurts. So <laughs> why stand up for these causes when I don't even feel like physically standing? <laughs> you're like, look, uh, it was leg day yesterday. I'm not fucking walking two or four anything. All right. <laughs> Well, good, because you can't, because you can't fucking leave. And also now it's 10 degrees outside. So get fucked, Ryan. Get fucked. I think think we are. We have gotten fucked. I actually, uh, my my joy for today was I went on an hour-long walk this morning in that 10-degree temperature. Oofa. Because I'm trying to do good things for my mind, body, soul, heart. And that, and, um, that somehow helped one or several of those things? I mean, I got a new parka, and I was legit, like, sweating by the time I got mm. home, even though it was, like, mad cold out, so... Okay. I don't know, man. I think if you just push through those first three blocks of, like, oh, this is insane, and by the time <laughs> you get to, like, block 10 or 11, 12, you're kind of like, all right, I'm, you know, internal body temps, like, kind of coming up getting into whatever podcast episode I'm listening to. And then by block 30, you're like, it's ding, dang, tropical out here. Somebody pour me a freaking Mojito and let's get, let's get busy. (laughs) So you're telling me you started your day by getting drunk on the sidewalk? No, but that would be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Would it? No. Would it? But I do think it would be something to do. That's what I'm saying. Everything sure. just sounds cool because it's something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't man. know. Drinking a mojito on a curb sounds great because it's different than the doing the exact same thing I've done for fucking 300 days in a row. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I'm, I've made a whole record just out of like, and it's the longest one I've ever made just because I was like, I I guess I got to do something today. I guess I, I do this. Dude, I, yeah, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. At least maybe like I'll have a thing to show some people when I'm done or I stayed inside for 300 days, but, or if not, at least like it will be, you know, tomorrow <laughs> it will be a week from now. It'll be a month from now. Yeah. Hey, look, we have made like fucking 40 podcast episodes in quarantine. That's, That's something. true. That's true. Um, 
80 that, if you count the, the second one we make every week, which you can find at patreon.com slash what if podcast. Oh, speaking speaking of just that, uh, this is going to be our last episode of 2020. So we're gonna take <gasps> the next, we're gonna take the next two weeks off. <gasps> but there are <gasps> Yeah. You okay, buddy? I was seeing how many how many gasps I could do to top my past gasp, yeah. but then I almost choked on my own tongue, so I had really, to quit. Really got yourself there. Um, <laughs> so we have, let's see. Anyway, if you do want to listen to our dumbasses the next two weeks, uh, we have it says 180 posts. Some of those are like text and dumb shit. We probably have like 150 extra episodes over at Patreon dot com slash what if podcast go do it and like i guess maybe we'll we'll probably do two more the next two weeks right we could one more two more zero more i don't know we'll see we'll There's see how the next two weeks go somewhere between 150 and 152 episodes for you to listen to over there <laughs> but anyway and uh, yeah we, it's, we always take um, these two weeks off because fucking you know you gotta take some time off here and there you still get you get access to the uh, that whole back catalog plus starting top of the new year. We'll be doing another uh, an extra one every week, and it's only five bucks. You guys, it's only five bucks a month. We're not or, spending money on anything else right now. Or honestly, five dollars to go download one hundred and fifty episodes if you if you really want to do it that way. I mean, that's true. If your phone can hold one hundred and fifty hour long podcast episodes on it, Ryan, quick maths. How much is that per episode? Five dollars at a hundred for one hundred and fifty episodes. I don't fucking know. Is it like thirty cents? No, that's not right. It's uh, not the worst. It's totally wrong. Are you kidding me? That's like the dumbest thing I could have said. Five dollars divided by one hundred and fifty is fifty episodes per dollar, which would mean that it's fucking two cents an episode. Yeah, I mean, you were within you know the right fucking unit at least. Yeah, I was only off by a factor of 15. <laughs> oh, hey, there's some more good math. No, no big deal. <laughs> my math about how incorrect I was was better than my original yeah, math you're of improving. being very incorrect. You're improving. You're identifying your mistakes and correcting I'm, them. I'm absolutely not improving, and I will <laughs> only ever slowly get worse at math. I'm a dumbass. You know, because I'm not going to take any more math classes. I guess. And you don't you don't my, use any ever? I mean, I do. I I use I do. I do. I use some of my job. I just like I don't know if it's going to I don't know if it's going to get better. It's going to be about like maintenance. Right. I mean, you could start like you could uh you could like tape some flashcards to the to the dumbbells so when you lift them. Oh, sure. You know, instead of being like 1 2, it could be like Eight times six is forty-eight. Uh. Fifteen minus six is nine. See, my multiplication is fine. Anything that requires long division and also like pretty much anything behind beyond that is poof. So messy. multiplication okay, division not so okay. If I gave just, you a just, long just division problem right opposite. now, could you succeed in solving it? Uh I don't know. Probably not. We can try. I don't even I'm, I'm remotely to try. remember how long division works. Give me a division problem. 
Are we really going to, you want to do this, this out the, loud? You're not going to use paper? This is the high quality content you're not paying for right here. Okay, on what wait, if. wait, 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 wait. But long division, I'm saying like the actual paper, I could do fucking mental math to divide like 1,548 by fucking 18. I'll fucking prove it. What's 1,548 like, divided no, no, by 18? No, no. Okay, time out, time out. <laughs> What Bold I meant by claim, that is like guy. I could get close to it by fucking like figuring it out, guesstimating it in my head. But if you had to actually make me do like the like fucking line over the thing with like a uh, long division problem, I got a no there's no way. I, I there's absolutely no way. <laughs> Are we going to do this? Are we doing this, live look, math look on this shit. I got I got graph paper, my guy. I'm a mathematician. Oh, step ahead. I got fam. graph step paper and a, and a pencil, not even a pen. All right. Give me a give me a math problem. I'll fuck it I up. I think we should do the one that I just said. Fifteen forty eight divided by eighteen. Okay, it's a whole number. It's a whole number. Well, let's see if I remember how to do this shit. Oh, I absolutely don't. I already don't. Uh, <laughs> do I- <laughs> so okay, let's see. You it's- just had to look at it and go, yeah, no, no, that's not the one. You know how like when you when you see. You see a word and you don't know how to spell it, but you know it's spelled wrong the way it's written. I just did that with looking at the <laughs> math, problem. math problem. I wrote it, you know, the little the that that style of division, yeah. and then I was just yep. like, and you're like, oh yeah, looks, I literally have <laughs> that looks familiar and yet completely foreign. It's like a 13 year old getting into a car, like, <laughs> oh wait, I have I've no seen this idea how to drive this. <laughs> I've seen other people do this. Can't be that hard, right? I've watched I've watched my parents drive this car for fucking 14 years. Okay, so I thought this was a thing I could do, but boy oh boy, I have no idea what to do behind. Do I do I turn a I think I turn the key first. Do I do do I do 18 into 154? Is that how it works? Well, sorry? With when you when you draw it up this way, so I've got the the 1548 inside the the little bracket and then the 18 outside. I just want to let everyone know that my incredible loving mother is a teacher who occasionally listens to the podcast. And if she listens to me <laughs> and you struggling this hard with long division, she is just going to like face palm so hard. <laughs> so the thing is, <laughs> for, all, practic- for all practical serious? purposes in my life, I would just be like, eh, it's like around 90. Right. And that would be close enough for anything I'd ever need to do. And you are right. It is around 90. Yeah. Uh all right, let's see. Uh, okay, so let's let's try my first approach here of 18 into 154. Yeah, just see it. Just follow your instincts and see how bad it is. <laughs> okay. You know, like let's go there. Okay, so let's see. 18 eight times is uh, what is that? That's 144, right? Does that seem right? Eight times. Yeah. Okay. So we got eight. And then I, maybe I have a remainder of 10. Is that a thing? And then I bring uh, down this. And I bring down this 8. So then I got to do 18 into 108 maybe. And that's, uh, oh, let's see. That's like maybe 6. What's 18 times? That's 8, <laughs> 4. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's 108 exactly. So it's it's 86? <laughs> is, that, is that right? <laughs> Look at you! <laughs> Look at you, motherfucker! Look at you, motherfucker! Yeah, that wasn't that bad. Oh boy, it felt terrible. It was I was uncomfortable very... the whole time, <laughs> but I got there, and it didn't take that long. 
it was very touch and go for a hot second there. Oh, the, the whole time. The whole time. There was zero confidence. If it's possible to have negative confidence, that's what I had. But I'm very proud of you, though. You got to the correct solution. This is fucking nuts right here. Um, so what you have all just learned is that the Sweary Boys are fucking geniuses. <laughs> we can divide. Or at least and... one of us can divide, kind of. Fucking Sherlock Holmes and Watson over here, which is uncovering. <laughs> now we're going to be able to do breakdowns of some of those videos where you, where people are like, Giza is in the dead center <laughs> because, of the universe. Because one half of us can do long division, sort of. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's next. That's probably that's honestly that's probably most that's probably more qualifications than the average ancient alien theorist has. The height of the Giza pyramid is the is exactly the golden ratio of the distance between Orion's stars, which means ancient astronomers were using TI-83 <laughs> calculators before you could even say your first word. If I ever went on to Ancient Aliens, you know how under their their titles are all nonsense. It'll be like Bill Burns UFO enthusiast or like you know, they'll name the nonsense self-published books that they have or whatever. Historical researcher. Mine's, mine's just going to say Spencer Worth Davis, long division doer. And just fucking flexing on all those nerds. You Is there a way to like, how do you tell people? Did long division live on a podcast once. Suck it. That's my title. I was going <laughs> to say numerologist, but it. I'm pretty sure that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know. An ancient alien enthusiast, I mean, an enthusiast literally requires nothing other than you to be excited about a topic. Oh, wait. Numerologist and numberologist are definitely big different things. I'll be a math enthusiast. I, I got. I just got excited about math now. I'm a math enthusiast. Math enthusiast is pretty good. Yeah. I like math enthusiast too because it could mean that you have no idea how to do math. But when well, other people in this case, do math, in this case, it absolutely does mean that. It does, <laughs> but it could mean that when other people do math, I'm just like a math you get hype man. as fuck. You get hype as fuck, bro. Somebody saw oh, the math. Oh, look at him go, son! Oh my! Oh. Look at this fucking thing. He's Will you look at this right shit. Now. This is fucking nuts right here. Bro, watch him, watch him do this worksheet, son. Watch him do this worksheet. Oh, my God. Anyway, I have a topic for us, Ryan. Now, now that we started. Wait, what was your joy? Did you say a joy? Oh, I don't know. What, that how you did, remembered how to do long yeah, division I mean, if, if I didn't 30s? say one, that's it. I don't even know how we got to that, honestly. Why were we talking about long division? Straight up don't care. Doesn't matter. Okay, great. <laughs> so... <laughs> Perfect, me either. Um, and then, oh, I love you guys. Thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> thanks for being. Hey, you know what? Thanks for being here. Okay, so there was this story going around last week about the former Israeli space chief who says that aliens exist. Yes, and that our current president for another month or so knows about it. Yes. He, our meaning here in the United States, meaning Donald Trump. So Shh, bleep bleep that out for me. Um, hold on. <laughs> Retroactively bleep that out. For me. <laughs> I'll just I'll just play this real quietly in the background while I start the story. <laughs> Let's go. So this guy, 
Uh, his name is... You remade this, right? This is yours. I mean, yeah, but it's an exact copy of the beat. Shh, 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 I mean, it's shh, it's not exact, but you know. It's like a shh, note for note. Shh, shh, <laughs> bro, you dry snitching right now. I know, shh, you're, I know you're trying to help me out. <laughs> and you just, you just shit will, it on yourself. I will not allow a... it. I will not accept your help. <laughs> anyway, I was talking over it. We'll be fine. Oh, fuck. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, this gentleman, his name is uh, Haim Ashid. And he, he's got some pretty serious qualifications. <laughs> um. He, what? Ah, sorry. I just, <laughs> he's got some pretty serious issues. Was oh, what I thought. Well, you were he, I mean, he may. I don't. I, I really can't vouch for that. I guess. Based on some of these statements, I feel like there's a lot going on. But you know. Yes. Uh, so he was the head of of Israel's space security program for thirty years, and he claimed that during that time. He learned about an alliance between the United States, Israel, a few other countries, and the, quote, Galactic Federation of Aliens who are using Earth for research. Now, the first issue I have with this story is... Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. This, this story yeah, has multiple sorry. issues, sorry, Brian. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Multiple <laughs> issues. I really think we need to create a company called Multiple Issues. I just think it's such a good name. Um, okay, so, hi, Mashed. He's 87. He's now retired. But he has a bachelor's degree in uh, electrical engineering, a master's degree in performance research which is a thing that I've never heard of before, and a doctorate in aeronautical engineering. Um, he worked for the Israeli government in military and outer space stuff for, like, since the 60s. Um, Bro, I bet he could do the fuck out of some long division. <laughs> yes, yes, he could. And is responsible for leading uh, several satellite launch projects he retired in 2011 uh commanded the launch of 20 israeli satellites during his time so he knows some shit about space and how to put things into space a thing that struck me about because <clears throat> i heard that detail that he's 87 and uh and he retired in 2011 i was like damn that guy worked until he was 78 years old nailed it that's fucking wild, dude. That's some like, subtraction right there, my guy. Fuck with your boy. <laughs> as long as it's not division, you're set. Fuck with your boy. <laughs> That's why you tried to put like 300 feet of tree into two 50-foot trucks or whatever you did last week on the show. It's, as long right. as it's not division, you're okay. Don't even worry about it, man. <laughs> I'm not. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. There was a stacking plan involved. Like, mm. you could put multiple portions of tree on one truck, okay? I feel like the more you talk about it, the worse it's going to get. Let's just keep moving <laughs> with the aliens. <laughs> but no, really, this guy was trying to be smart until he was 78 years old. Yeah. I mean... That's crazy. My my dad turned 70 in a couple weeks, and he's he's still working fucking two and a half jobs. 
Old people yeah, but be your working, dad's out man. Here doing like old people be doing stuff. Work. He's doing what? Old people be doing stuff. Benevolent work. Your dad does like things for the good of the world. Are you implying that Israeli spaceman does not? I mean, no shade, but like, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think also, does, does that affect how long you can work for? Like, if you're doing like the the better your job is for the greater good, the longer you can do it. I don't. I don't think not, that's no, necessary. No, it's right? not about all, being all the capable most... of it. It's about being like some people who are working towards a goal or like a a greater good uh, might be more inspired to work longer. Whereas if you're just like I don't out know, here man. doing doing long divisions so that fucking satellites don't crash into each other, like I don't know. I feel like I'm, that's good. I'm, that helps us. We I need mean, satellites. Yeah, but also, fucking Mitch McConnell is old as shit and evil as shit. I don't. I don't think your correlation. Is necessarily I'm, accurate here. No, 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 no. You're, you're there are lots you're, of old evil motherfuckers. You're misunderstanding. Working. I'm not saying that there's a correlation between how long you would do it or should do it. I'm saying, and from my perspective, there would be like I would want to do it longer if I thought I was contributing to the greater good more so. Some people work for money. Some people work to accomplish a goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, obviously he thought launching satellites into space was pretty important. He did it for fucking 50 years. <laughs> All right, yes, it is a goal. And yes, he did it for a long time. I just, I think, you know, he deserved to have a little bit more like wine and cheese and like chill at night instead well, of being like, damn, this is a very big long division problem and I am 77. <laughs> well, you know? now he's 87 and writing books about aliens and galactic federations. So this man Look, just does not quit. Maybe what's happening here is I'm just saying I can't do long division for two seconds. It sounds like a lot of work to do it for fucking 90 years. Okay. Yeah, Maybe that's what I'm saying. It's probably not that hard if you have a PhD in aeronautical engineering. Also, it's probably not your job if you have a PhD in aeronautical engineering to solve long division problems for eight hours a day, right? Oh, I bet there is I bet there is way more long division involved than you think there is. I bet there's I zero bet because I'm sure more. they own computers. Nah, bro. <laughs> They do it by paper, so they make sure they get it right. <laughs> You're just envisioning like a 90-year-old man standing at a chalkboard all day? No, it's an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> a very, very big abacus <laughs> with like so many things to slide around on it. Mm. Dude, it's an abacus with one of those ladders like they have in libraries where you slide it along. <laughs> and then he's got a, uh, he's got a, like a pool stick and he's just like... On mm -hmm. his ladder, swinging back and forth, moving his abacuses around. Yep. What are they called? They gotta have a name. A little abacai. Abaca abacai. Nope. <laughs> anyway, here's uh, some of the things fuck. that he's he has said about UFOs and aliens. Let's do it. I got some quotes for you. Quote: The UFOs have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Trump was on the verge of revealing, but the aliens in the Galactic Federation are saying, wait, let people calm down first. They don't want to start mass hysteria. They want to first make us sane and understanding. Also, some of these translations are not great. I don't think this dude really talks this weirdly. Yeah, that that sounds right. Um, so he's saying that aliens are here and that Donald Trump, amongst others, know about that. But they haven't told us because we we can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. Quote two. 
They have been, they being the aliens, have been waiting for humanity to evolve and reach a stage where we will generally understand what space and spaceships are. <laughs> There's hmm. an agreement. <laughs> I hope that is exactly how he said it and not a, a weird translation. What is space? What are spaceships? There's an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. They, too, are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe, and they want us as helpers. There's an underground base in the depths of Mars where their representatives are and also our American astronauts. Bro, it's very funny to me to consider the concept of the United States government signing a contract with aliens mm-hmm. as if like, as if this would have any fucking. <laughs> That's how aliens work. Like, they, they use paper and pen and have, you know, binding legal agreements just like we do. And That's universal real... because white men invented it. Therefore it's the best system and everyone must use it. They've got a, they've got a real douchey lawyer who comes out in his fucking $3,000 suit. And he's like, <laughs> bleep, blob, bleep, glorp. And then he just like <laughs> opens a briefcase. <laughs> oh my God. They have initials. They, you know, they initial next to lines. Do you have a notary? <laughs> Bro, What? <laughs> You just, also, you just flew here from another <laughs> galaxy, you fuck. I'm very <laughs> a notary. I'm very confused about why the Israeli spaceman knows so much about American government and American space programs. I mean, is the implication that because he was part of Israel's version of this and Israel was on the... The Galactic Federation. The collective. The collective of countries that are aware of the Galactic Federation of Aliens. Bro, that name is straight out of a cartoon, bro. The Galactic Federation appears in lots of weird conspiracy shit. And I, I actually have a a CIA document from the 80s of someone trying to remote view the Galactic Federation headquarters. So it's a concept yes. that's been around for a long time. Was it on Mars? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Whole dip. And then when asked why he's sharing this information now, the real answer is he has a new book out. He said, if I had come up with what I'm saying today, five years ago, I would have been hospitalized wherever I've gone with this in academia. They've said the man has lost his mind today. They're already talking differently and I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards. I'm respected in universities abroad where the trend is also changing. So basically saying, I'm, I'm old as shit, what do I have to lose? I've proven that I know what I'm talking about for 50 years. If you don't believe me, get fucked. Which is honestly kind of a fucking, like... It makes sense. Kind of a, a yeah. G energy to, to come to this topic with. Yeah. Hey, why fuck do I care? Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna be dead in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost like he cares because he has a book to sell. Well, yes, that's, I mean, that's obviously the problem here. Yes. Um, it's some very, very strong PR for his book, honestly. I can't even yeah. read, I can't even read the language it's in, and here I am talking about it on a podcast. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty beneficial to scream that fucking intergalactic aliens exist and we have contact with them and the fucking president yeah knows that they're real so 
Yeah, the, then the last quote is about him claiming that Trump knows. So the the book that we're referencing, uh, it's called The Universe Beyond the Horizon, Conversations with Professor Haim Ashid, written by author Hagar Yanai. Yanai? I don't know. Um, I, it's in Hebrew, so I, I haven't read it. But it reportedly contains conversations that the author and Ashid had, uh, including those pertaining to the Galactic Federation and the alien conspiracy. <laughs> However, Hagar Yanai is best known for being a fantasy slash sci-fi author. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And the book is written by her about conversations that she had with professor Ashed. So mm. it's, uh, at least a little bit suspect. Um, so those, those quotes that I read came from a, an interview done for, it was originally for, I don't know, some Israeli publication. Why net maybe um, it's been translated, although not super well into English. Apparently there's like an actual English translation coming. Got it. But there are some Google translate and other like half-ass translations going around the internet. He hits on a lot <laughs> that the American publications uh, chose not to cover. They mostly reported the parts about, NASA and American astronauts underground bases on Mars with aliens and Trump and whatnot. Yeah. Hell yeah, pimp. However, he talks about Skinwalker Ranch and cattle mutilation. Oh, <laughs> he says, does abnormal- he explain how the galactic federation of aliens is using these things to support their, what was the contract for research? Yeah. So basically he said like the, the aliens are using, earth and humans as like research subjects for what it's it's not totally clear but uh he says about skinwalker ranch quote maybe quote depending on the translation abnormal phenomena have now been documented on this farm a team of nasa scientists and mit graduates brought all the possible devices there i think he's referring to that history channel show because other than that, I don't think anyone from like the M- dowsing rod or whatever. <laughs> I don't think anyone from MIT, as far as like is publicly available or NASA, has been there. I think he's talking about the fucking astrophysicist on that History Channel show, whose name I can't remember. Um, and they see things, and I, who have been researching for years, was left with my mouth open. Um, and the interviewer asked, what did they see there? Professor says, do you know the term portal in this context? Uh, you see a UFO, you shoot it in the whole spectrum of light. You see radiation at all frequencies. Uh, it basically, he's talking about UFOs coming out of portals that are only detectable on like the infrared or not in not in the visible light spectrum. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's talking about 90 degree changes of direction, changing shape, anti-gravity stuff, it, quote, insane accelerations. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and which, if you, which, we, which we've seen, you know, I've seen some of. And if you look at it with a naked eye, though, it looks like a cloud or a child's drawing of a ghost. <laughs> mm-hmm. And cool. then that's the ghost cloud is what sucks the cow's blood, apparently. Oh, it's a vampire mm -hmm. ghost. He says MIT professors and leading researchers have seen and confirmed it, and everyone's shocked. <laughs> everyone's shocked, Ryan. <laughs> We're all shocked. That's a pretty wild thing to be like, no, MIT is doing this. MIT is probably like, bro, leave us out of your fuckery, man. <laughs> no, we no, we haven't seen it. Yeah, and we I, are not shocked. I would love to know who he's specifically referring to there. Because um, the, who the fuck? Astrophysicist. Yeah, it seems like you can't really just be like, you know, MIT knows. And it's like, right. uh, I'm sorry, Massachusetts in... Institute of Technology is you can't just like lump an entire university into your fucking wild ass conspiracy theory and just not support that in any way, shape or form. So Travis Taylor is the the scientist it, that's on the show. That is 100 percent a country music artist and well, I'll accept no other. He's from <laughs> no Alabama and has a fairly thick southern accent. Um, Nailed it. Okay, he's an aerospace engineer and optical scientist and science fiction author. Oh, man. Are they all? <laughs> Let's see. God uh, damn. Okay, he's got a bachelor's of electrical engineering from Auburn, master's in <sighs> physics from University of Alabama, PhD in optical science from University of Alabama, master's of astronomy. Nothing from... He has multiple PhDs and multiple master's degrees. Nothing from MIT, though, so that must not be who he's referring to, or he's got it wrong. And he also, I don't think, worked at NASA? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Wow, he's written a bunch of books. That's weird. Um, okay, anyway, back to crazy quotes from this interview. Um, the question asked, oh, he's talking about, uh, American presidents and what they know about aliens and anti-gravity technology. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, American, or again, maybe quote, American presidents also testified to that. Truman admitted to seeing a whole bunch of aliens over Washington. Truman a saw- whole Bunch of aliens. Ass okay, first assuming of all, this put quote, it on the list. Assuming this quote is correct, he said, Truman admitted to seeing a whole bunch of aliens over Washington. Put it on the list. A whole bunch of aliens. <laughs> Just a whole bunch. That's how they come, naturally. They're like bananas. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a whole bunch of aliens. Wow. Like, again, I think he's probably talking about the UFO sightings in D.C. in the 50s, but, like, that was not, quote, a whole bunch of aliens. It was mostly radar signals. It's a wild way to say it. Mm-hmm. It's a wild way to say it. And just even the phrasing of, like, well, Truman admitted. He admitted. He tried. People pressed him on. They were like, are you an R? He admitted it. 
All right, fine. It wasn't just one alien. There was a whole bunch of them. Exactly. Uh, I go- saw so many aliens. Okay, fine. It was uh, raining those motherfuckers right outside my house, my white house. <laughs> he goes on to say, Nixon, who was a friend of comedian Jackie Gleason and knew he was crazy about UFOs, told him, quote, this is apparently a, co- a quote attributed to Richard Nixon. Spoken to Jackie Gleason and this fucking guy knows this quote for some reason? Yes. This man who has never lived in the United States. Jesus Christ. <laughs> can attest to this. Multiple <laughs> issues. Uh, Nixon said, quote, I'm going to make your life's dream come true and took him to uh, Wright-Patterson Air Base and showed him bodies of aliens. Let's go, Jackie. <laughs> Gleason went into a depression from that. That's all. Oh, yep. Okay. He also knows about Jackie Gleason's mental health, apparently. Uh, Eisenhower's granddaughter testifies that her grandfather, so I'm assuming that means Dwight Eisenhower, signed an agreement with the aliens that they would have a secret landing base here in Area 51, that they would come into contact with a limited number of people, conduct experiments, and that the condition was that they provide us with technologies for the object to disengage from gravity. Uh, I think he's saying anti-gravity technology. Uh, And the interviewer says, and we got these technologies? Yes, we have anti-gravity and other things. So, again, the the phrasing of all this, aside from, like, how would he possibly know this shit, and he's not providing any evidence of any of it, why does he keep referring to the U.S. government as we? I think it's because he's doing the whole, like, we were part of the collective that understood this was happening and was in partnership with the Federation. But also in this interview, at another point, he, he says that the quote, the Federation includes the United States, Japan, Russia, China, and England. Israel is not included in his own list. I mean, it is a pretty like, well, you know, well understood fucking Ally what? was the word I was looking for and was very hard to come by. <laughs> what? Sorry. Um, what, what's a well understood ally? Israel. Of the United States? Yes. Yeah. But so like, maybe he's doing a much more proverbial we, like the, the collective we. Like, I don't like know. humanity we? It's just like weird. We, to... as, we as people who know about this shit, you know? Yeah, I guess. I have to read you something quick. Sure. Because I had a thought. I was like, is he is he citing something else? I mean, he he's might be referring to something else. He he's not citing anything. Well, <laughs> yes, fair. I mean, I mean more so like, is 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 this a reference or is this yeah. guy just hardcore inventing shit? Which would be, no, I mean, I mean, he's referencing things that are like out there in UFO lore for the most part. Yeah, because I didn't, so I don't know, maybe you knew this, but I did not know this. So this is from a Snopes article (laughs) entitled, Did President Nixon Hide Proof of Alien Life in a Time Capsule? Yeah, like the Nixon and Eisenhower stuff has been out there for a long time. Okay, but this says, 
Nixon, who, according to the book, The Presidents and UFOs, A Secret History from FDR to Obama, the author Larry Holcomb was convinced that a, quote, limited level of UFO disclosure would ensure his place in history and went to extraordinary lengths to preserve that information for posterity. A, a 20th of March 2018 article on the conspiracy-oriented blog YourNewsWire.com featured sounds, quotes from a legit. phone interview with Robert Merritt, a sometimes police informant, and according to him, covert <laughs> domestic intelligence operative for that's the worse Nixon than long administration, enthusiast. <laughs> in which he says, I'm sorry, he was shown, I've, I've, I've missed a lot of this. We got to back up. Okay. What, what was his title? A sometimes police informant? Hang on. This this entire thing is 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 his description. Robert Merritt, a sometimes police informant, and according to him, covert domestic intelligence operative for the Nixon administration. According to him, I love that. I, according to me, I'm a fucking math a wizard math enthusiast yeah no no not even that i i have a phd in math according to me according to me in my if, world if you in, don't ask in, anyone in else little, in my little universe uh in which he says he was shown proof of extraterrestrial life during a face-to-face -face meeting with the president in what appears <laughs> This is wild. In what appears to be a startling new twist, Merritt reveals to List that he m met three times with President Nixon in a, quote, deep underground location beneath the White House. In the first, Nixon read him a letter stating that the U.S. was protecting an extraterrestrial being and that scientists at Los Alamos were able to communicate with it and obtain advanced technology and science. I'm a dumbass. That's crazy. Okay, but this doesn't have anything to do with Jackie Gleason. Oh, nope. Just found the Jackie Gleason part. <laughs> Shit went bad real quick. You know what I mean? Okay, I so this is like a supermarket tabloid article that essentially is supposedly quoted one of Jackie Gleason's ex-wives or second wife, maybe? Fuck out of here. Okay, so this guy is just essentially regurgitating, like, yes, UFO lore, and he's claiming it as, like, I'm it, in the know. And it's, it's like, all no true. dog. Yeah. <laughs> no dog. Everyone who has a fucking Google is well, he's in 80, the know the way you are. He's 87. Is it possible that between 2011 and now he discovered the internet? And, like, oh, all, sure. all this shit is new to him because he did, he just didn't have access to it before? And all you got to do is say we. Right. Now you're part of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the club. Now you're part of it. Well, <laughs> we had this nuts. experience where Jackie Gleason... I'm sorry, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we and Jackie Gleason... Those are different people, my guy. Oh, man. Uh, I got a couple more stories for you. And then... Well, a couple more quotes from him. And then we got to hit a couple other stories of politicians and governments saying... Oh, dip. Wild you got a ass. lot of ground to cover, bro. Yeah, wild ass things about aliens. Um, but we gotta All right, talk. I'll STFU. We gotta talk about better help real quick first. Oh, lit! Let's go, Ryan. Hi. Is there anything you could use some help with? Is there anything any of you could not use some help with right now? <laughs> Literally every part of my life could use some help. Yeah, if you're struggling with anxiety or depression 
or anger issues or sleep issues or pretty much any other type of issue, uh, go to betterhelp.com slash what if, and you can get set up with a licensed professional therapist in as little as 24 hours. Uh, they have a bunch of different ways to communicate. They have iOS and Android apps. You can talk on the phone, you can text, you can set up weekly video chats with them. And if you, for whatever reason, want to switch to a new therapist, you can do that at any time, free of charge. They make it easy for you to get the help you need on the schedule you want it on, on the device you want it on. And uh, and it's great. Hey, look, Spencer and I, we've talked about this before, but just to be declarative, Spencer and I have both had multiple experiences with therapy and good experiences with therapy. It's good for the body and soul. Yeah, man. Check it out. So if you want to start taking charge of your mental health today, go to betterhelp.com slash what if you'll get 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com slash what if for the last time in 2020. So it's no longer 2020. Everybody's going to therapy. It's just everybody's going to therapy forever. I mean, maybe as long as you need to and feel it's as long as it's helpful. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm going to skip the rest of, of this dude's quotes and stories because not uh, we've covered the majority of it. And I'm going to skip the rest of this goof ass. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I'll, I'll hit two more points. Um, he answers the question, where are they from? Mm. Um, he says some of them came from the Pleiades planets that have uh, that's a star system or set of stars or um. Planets that have living conditions we know about. We can't get there, but they can get to us because they're much more advanced. Um, Sure. What do their ships look like? Quote, the large spacecraft is almost the size of a small town. Small spacecraft emerge from it. Most of them robotic, manned by intelligent robots. A large spacecraft the size of a small spacecraft. Yes. A large boulder the size of a small boulder. Yes. Nailed it. Driven by robots. Um, Nailed it. At first, they will send such robots primitive to them or a message we will have to decipher. So robots are going to ask us some riddles when we finally meet the aliens. Before you cross my bridge, (laughs) you must answer these three questions. Uh, Okay. Then we've got, in terms of other government officials... Who have said wild shit about aliens existing and being here on Earth. Uh, Former Canadian Minister of Defense and Transport Minister, Paul Hellyer. He's now retired. He's 95 years old. Uh, I think earlier this year or late last year did an AMA on Reddit. Uh, It's late last year. And answered some... Interesting and hilarious questions. Yes. Or answered them in interesting and hilarious ways. Um, So someone asked him, there were several questions about like, uh, have you seen aliens or are you just saying shit that other people have said? That sounds like a theme for today. Uh Uh-huh. And he said, quote, I've only been in direct contact once personally when I was encouraged to keep up the good work I have been doing. Oh, uh-huh, the aliens stopped by just to tell Paul, hey, hell of a job, bud, keep it up. 
hey, Paul, have this gold star for your chart, bud. Catch you on the next flyby. Uh, I was told, however, there are eight different species working together with individuals like me who are involved with disclosure and spreading the truth. They also enhanced my ability to communicate telepathically. Oh, just, just toss that in there at the end. <laughs> I was already PT. telepathic, but the aliens increased my telepathic abilities. P.S. I'm a psychic now. <laughs> I Whoa, was before. Paul. I'm just a better psychic now. Thanks to the aliens. Kind of burying the lead there, Paul. <laughs> um, okay, then someone asked, if you could only show one single piece of evidence to back up your claim of extraterrestrial life, which piece of evidence would you choose? Which single piece is the most convincing? Paul then proceeds to tell the story of the Rendlesham Forest incident, in which some, oh. people, in which some people saw a UFO on an Air Force base in the 80s, and which Paul Hellyer had absolutely nothing to do with. Paul, you're being a real dick right now, Paul. <laughs> What's up with y'all? That Paul. is ne neither evidence, nor nor does it back up his claim of meeting aliens. I was going to say, nothing makes your claim shittier than being like, <laughs> hey, you said you've met aliens, Paul. What's the best evidence for aliens you know of? And you're like, well, this other guy. <laughs> 30 years uh, ago, wait. some guy saw a light in the forest. It wasn't me, but I heard it was aliens. Paul, you said you met the motherfuckers. <laughs> what are you doing, bud? What are you doing? Um, okay. Someone else asked, according to The Guardian, quote, Paul Hellyer, a former Canadian minister of defense, has blamed the Illuminati for suppressing technology brought to Earth by aliens that could end our reliance on fossil fuels, end quote. Sure. Is this I a mean, ridiculous misinterpretation of your, or if, hmm, try that one again. Is this it. a ridiculous misinterpretation of your views? And if not, what makes you feel that you deserve to be taken seriously by intelligent people? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Uh, he said, quote, the guardian is close, but not 100% accurate. I have blamed the cabal which comprises the Illuminati, the three sisters, as I call them, the Bilderbergs, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Banking Cartel, the Oil Cartel, the Transnational Corporations, the intelligence agencies, including the CIA, FBI, NSA, the British MI6, the Israeli Mossad, and a large swath of the U.S. military. That's Everybody's the in on it! <laughs> the Is that the three sisters? The three sisters were those 20 organizations he named? Nailed it. That they, sounds ex like exactly what it is. This is all one sentence still. Have collectively suppressed knowledge of zero-point energy, which is the only hope to replace fossil fuels fast enough to stop the worst effect of global warming. But zero percent energy was not brought to us by the aliens. God gave it to us when he created the cosmos. The American military developed it decades ago, as did other inventors and entrepreneurs. It is still on the secret list. We must gain access. We must gain access and start using it at once if we want to save thousands of lives. And the person who asked the question responded, "What in the goddamn fuck did I just read?" And it has like three thousand awards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. That is the correct response. Uh, someone asked, "Why haven't these species publicly announced their existence?" Paul said, "Some have." Valiant's Thor, the benevolent Venusian with an IQ of 1,200, lived in the Pentagon for three or four years. 
Haven't we talked about doing an episode about this thing for a while? Valiant Thor? Yeah, I mean, it's it's total nonsense, but it might be fun. I mean, also he so made is, a, so is most of what we talk about. Like this episode, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, also, he called him Valiant Thor, as in there are multiple Valiant who are Thor. I guess instead of instead of Valiant Thor, right? Also, I don't think IQ of twelve hundred is how that scale works, but go ahead, Paul. I'm gonna find out. He says he offered Earthlings a richer, healthier life in exchange for giving up our nuclear weapons, but his offer was not accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, say that last thing again. Uh okay, Valiant Thor offered Earthlings a richer, healthier life in exchange for giving up our nuclear weapons. His offer was not accepted. <laughs> Fuck you, Thor. <laughs> We're keeping our nukes. Go take a test, you smart ass. <laughs> uh, someone else asked. Bro, I'm just envisioning this world where there's an alien who lives in the fucking basement of the fucking Pentagon. And he just gets picked on in the fucking cafeteria all day long. Because it's just a bunch of military dudes who are like, fuck you, Thor. We'll blow it up if we want to, you idiot. He's trying to take our nukes. Fucking nerd. <laughs> Just jealous you don't have any nukes, Valiance. Yeah, you you probably just lying to us so you could take our nukes and then use them against us, you ass. <laughs> like, that had to be a spy, right? If there's anything true about that story, it was just a weird-looking spy who wanted <laughs> information no, about it's just our nukes. This, and then just this sad alien just, like, takes his sad fucking food tray and goes and sits down <laughs> at a table by himself and opens his milk cart, and he's like... I wish they'd stop killing each other. <laughs> just like getting bullied by everybody in the Pentagon. Get away from here. Oh, fuck. That's yeah. funny to me. I uh, feel like there's a television show in that joke somewhere. <laughs> isn't that American Dad, basically? Oh, I guess that is what that is, huh? <laughs> I don't know. All I've never right, watched it. On. I know there's like a military guy and an alien, and they live together. And yeah. No, it's, you're, I mean, you're right. Hilarity you're right. ensues or something. Sure. Okay, uh, two more. Remote viewing of the Galactic Federation headquarters in on January 13th, 1988. There's a PDF uh, in the CIA reading room of declassified docs. Ooh. So it's a it's an hour and a half long session, I think, of someone attempting to remote view the galactic it says the site is galactic federation headquarters of course and there's some drawings and wait are we on mars like he said okay so here here's what this remote viewer had to say it's it's fairly short so i'll just read it verbatim impression of a round structure located on the flat top of what seems to be Something like a mesa. There are streaking rays emanating from or going into this structure like sun streaks. Inside the structure, it's dark, cool, rough, stone, cavern-like. From one mile overhead, I don't know why they're viewing it from a mile overhead. The view, the view is dark, black, empty, a feeling of nothingness. That's called night, my guy. Upon descending, we get the impression of very high, rugged peaks. There's a flat, plateau-like area, and below this is a blue body of water that seems to be surrounded 
by a flat, open, grassy area. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, from 200 miles up, I find myself moving up an inclined causeway with rough stone walls on both sides. Mm. At, at this time, I sense a presence nearby. At the end of the causeway is a long, dimly lit rectangular corridor constructed of smooth stone on all sides. At the end of the corridor is a steep incline with a very high ceiling also made of smooth stone. At the end of this inclined corridor is a large room with a very high vaulted ceiling, and there's a large polished stone platform in this room. There are white-robed entities in a semicircle to one side, and their attention seems to be focused on the platform. There's a feeling of something sacred, holy, almost religious about the place. This place feels seems familiar as if I've been here before. I climbed onto the platform and laid down. I was then illuminated by a brilliant shaft of white light from head to toe. The light was coming from overhead. A robed figure then moved from behind the group and stood next to me with a hand outstretched over my solar plexus. I broke away from the session with a feeling that I should have remembered something. <laughs> Can we just say... Just once and for all, that remote viewing is total nonsense. Like, what? I mean, what was happening actually, with this shit? I'm actually not entirely prepared to say that, like, the concept is nonsense. I am prepared to say that I think the vast majority of instances we've, like, seen or talked about feel entirely nonsensical and invented and untethered to any anything can i offer you a challenge in that case i mean no because i'm not gonna go fucking like <laughs> try this shit no if that's what you're gonna say can, can you find an instance of it that doesn't feel like total nonsense i mean that's a fair question i guess like i guess what i'm trying to call attention to is that I have, I, I feel like one of the things that I can buy into more out of the stuff that we talk about is the idea that the human mind can read stuff that we don't necessarily have like mechanisms for explaining. It's a cool concept for sure. I've never seen any documentation of it working much sure. less like an att an attempt at explaining how it would work. Sure. Fair. I would love to see like a a real and well-documented account of someone actually doing this and like gaining actual information from the process somehow. Cuz like this you're you're what someone this implies that someone knows for an absolute fact that the Galactic Federation exists and what it looks like at that moment? Because otherwise there's no way of verifying yeah. any of this. Right. Well, and okay, yes. I think, and I think that's like what I am maybe getting more to is like, I I find it interesting. I find the concept of remote viewing interesting when it comes to like, can you see a thing? I think we've even talked about, there've been some studies where like people can, can get to like better than chance 
when they're like forced to think about something. Didn't we talk about something like that a long time ago? This is the problem with this fucking show, man. <laughs> fucking, we talk about so many bajillion things. It was like some, like 56% of the time or something like that, they could tell what color was behind the card or something like that, or 54%, which is like not a lot, I but mean, it's slightly better than chance. If that, if that were true though, like that would be used, that would be exploited everywhere all the time. And it's, sure. and it, like even, you know, a 4% edge is a huge edge in a lot of fields. If it also seems like something that would be incredibly easy to test scientifically. Yeah. Do people just not do it because it's like, it, it's just like that would be asinine to test. Is that the, but like the government, our government spent a lot of time and energy and money on it. Apparently. Right. But without any real evidence that it worked. Like, I, I just never really understood how that came to be a thing that our government was doing or why. Yeah, I, no. I... Or like why we collectively paid for some goof to tell me that um, an alien held his hand over his solar plexus. Like someone in that room was being billed like a hundred bucks an hour for that to happen. Hey, bro, are you sure you didn't just watch Eyes Wide Shut last night? Because it seems <laughs> like you might have just watched Eyes Wide Shut last night. <laughs> like somebody got paid to be like, oh, man. I feel like I was supposed to remember something from that. <laughs> like, uh, come yeah. on, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You were. I mean, you were. Like, we, that's what we were paying you for, but. All right. Uh, last thing. There are, there are many other examples of astronauts, politicians, government contractors, etc., claiming to either have firsthand information about UFOs and aliens or have heard things about UFOs and aliens or seen documents about UFOs and aliens. And it's enough individual people to me to think that like something is going on with it and enough people that like don't otherwise seem, I guess, unstable or prone to fantasy. Although I don't know any of them, obviously, but like, One example, Buzz Aldrin, in a televised interview with some news network, I forget, said, quote, visit the moon of, he's talking about space travel in general and like why we should continue to explore outer space. Yep. And he said, quote, visit the moon of Mars. There's a monolith there, a very unusual structure on this little potato shaped object that goes around Mars once in seven hours. I remember this. We've talked about this before. I think he's talking about Phobos, I think, is probably the moon. When people find out about that, they're going to say, who put that there? Well, the universe put it there. Or if you choose, God put it there. And, like, we've talked a little bit about Gordon Cooper before and other astronauts who have claimed to either personally have seen things, heard things, read things. Or are vocal about their belief that these things exist, even if they don't have evidence of them. Right. And even like uh, the Phoenix Lights, was Arizona governor. Yeah, governor. Yeah, Fife, I don't who it was. Fife Symington? Yeah, Fife Dog? I, uh, you literally could have said any name and I would have been like, I have no idea. Governor, <laughs> governor Fife Dog said that like he 
believes, saw the Phoenix Lights and believes that they were extraterrestrial. Now, I understand, like, somebody believing something doesn't make it true, obviously. Sure. But when you, like, what is what the fuck is Buzz talking about in this quote? I Have we ever gotten clarity on that specific quote? I don't know. I, I have not. Isn't <laughs> but he still also, alive? He is. I think. Hey, Buzz, what the fuck did you mean by that, bro? <laughs> right? Or, like, who's... Can you imagine doing that interview and not being like, um... Follow up. Right. <laughs> right. What the fuck did you just say? There's a monolith that God put on one of the moons of Mars. And how did you see it? And yeah. where did you see it? And when did you see it? And who right. else has seen it? Right. Uh, Buzz is still with us. He's 90 years old. God damn. I'm not a fucking reporter, but how did you see it? Where did you see it? He was speaking to a reporter. That's what I'm saying. Like, When did you see it? And who else has seen it? Seems like a pretty fucking easy five-part follow-up question yeah. to a buck-wild sentence like, <laughs> there's a fucking monolith on a moon of Mars. Yeah. I just, I, I can't. It's like every time we get, it's like, this is the fucking shit, man. Every time we get, like, thrown a bone, somebody fucking pisses it down a toilet. Wow, that's, that's a hell of an analogy you just conjured there. And then... Everybody else who's trying to throw a bone is just full of shit. It's like the real shit never actually gets, not the real shit, but like the shit that's most interesting to me never actually gets its due. And the shit that is the wildest, most outrageous, clearly fucking like has multiple issues shit is the shit that gets all the headlines. Right. And gets all the play. And then it just like fucking. Well, yeah, the way it's reported is super messy sometimes too, because like, all this stuff just falls into it's all reported in the same style, which is different from all other reporting Right. where it's just like, it's a joke and you put silly music over it. And like, you don't ask follow-up questions. You treat it like it's just nonsense, but it's like one of, I don't know, a couple dozen people who have been in outer space just said that there's a monolith on a moon of Mars. You're just going to be like, Oh, this man that's right in front of me and seems otherwise sane and is like the most qualified person imaginable to talk about extraterrestrial worlds. Yeah, he's probably just full of shit. Like, maybe he is, but shouldn't we try and find out? I'd love to know. I'd love to know how full of shit he is. Like, if we're going to say he's full of shit, let's actually figure out how and why he's full of shit. Or like, is it a good idea if he is full of shit or if he's like unstable or whatever the case whatever the alternative to he's telling the truth is do you want to be putting that on tv then right or not addressing it at all right like let him say what he wants to say but like then to never follow up and be like all right so what he was talking about is this thing and here's what he meant and here's why he said it right and like maybe maybe we're missing some obvious explanation of like it's some weird natural structure that we've taken like one photo of and we should learn more about how it formed because that doesn't usually happen, right? Sure. Whatever. But like there are enough instances of stuff like that where like Gordon Cooper has been like, wow, oh, there are fucking aliens everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know them. Buzz knows them. They're like that dude was way, way <laughs> out there on, on, yeah, we, the collective, we are friends with these guys. We know them. 
and like no one ever like I, I was searching trying to find his quotes today and it, it like you can't even find them online anymore the gordon cooper stuff yeah like it's hmm. not i mean that may just be a function of me being bad at googling but or they're censoring it because it's deep state material <laughs> i didn't mean that so much it's just like that somehow wasn't a big deal yeah right right and i feel like it should be a big deal either way right like regardless yeah. of of how accurate that claim is the fact that it's being made should be a big deal we should yeah we should we should at least talk about it right cuz either either there are like aliens and and nasa <laughs> knows about them or we have like multiple astronauts who are seem real committed to things that aren't true and are talking about them publicly a lot which also doesn't seem great. It seems like it should be addressed either way. Yeah. And maybe, it, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe some people showed up at Gordon's house and said, hey, man, uh, can you fucking cut it out? Or, like, at least stop going on TV about it? Hey, Gordon, you're scaring the kids. <laughs> right. And it does, like, it happens usually long after these folks are retired in, in most cases. But, like, right, where it's probably easier to not pay so much attention to them. If somebody like on the ISS today was like tweeted, I just saw an alien outside the window. Maybe we'd give it more attention. I don't know. Damn, but... That would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, Bill Let's from go. the Galactic Federation is here and uh, he says we need to renew his contract. Um, yeah. Help he, at NASA. He, he uh, he folded up an invoice and just slid <laughs> it through the door under, um, under the door. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys? Can you guys like? Is this net thirty? Net sixty? Can you can you guys give us some payment info I, for this? I don't have my wallet on me. Can can you cover this at NASA? Can you Venmo me uh, twelve thousand real quick? He seems mad. He just keeps <laughs> knocking. I don't really know. Anyway, man. Somebody uh, needs to look into it. That's all I'm saying. It's not me. I don't and it know ain't going to be us, motherfuckers. I'm, I'm no so. journalist. I barely got an art degree. But somebody with the credentials, call Help Buzz. Us Help Buzz. us out. What call Buzz before, before he passes on to the next universe. Call exactly. Um, all right, y'all. That is going to be the last What If podcast of this godforsaken year. I like this and, show. This show is doing a lot of different things. And I do this at the end of every fucking year that we've done the show, but I'm going to do it again. Look, um, fucking you guys made this year better. Straight up. The Facebook group, Secret Santa, the number of people who reached out to me with kind things to say after my dad passed away, uh, the fucking community of weirdos that have gathered together to to laugh together has been pretty excellent in a year that we all needed an extra laugh or two or an extra joy to find this week. So I just want to say thank you to all y'all for listening, for being here. And uh, yeah, y'all make this worth it and fun. And we appreciate y'all every, uh, every time we do this. So thank you guys. We did it. We made another year of podcasts. Is this what? Three, four, four, five, ten, four. <laughs> I think, I think this is four. year four. Four? That seems right. We're on episode 200 something. Yeah, four. Four. Yeah.
Sick. Four times 52 is roughly. Huh? Not roughly, roughly 200 get, episodes. No, get exactly. You got this. Well, no, I know. I know how I, I can Stop multiply stalling. four by 52. I'm just Stop saying, stalling. What is it? What? what is it? Four times 52 is 208. I'm trying no. to figure okay. out. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if we are actually putting out episode number 208 or no. if we have, because I think we haven't because we're, we've skipped two every year. No, we're actually ahead. We're on like 213 or something. We put out a couple extras here and there and we, we started, we started with yeah. five or something. Anyway. Love true, you guys. True, Thank true. you for listening. Thanks for being generally good people and supportive yeah. of each other and of us and bringing some joy into the world now and then. Fucking A. It means the ding dang world to us. We'll talk to you in three weeks. We'll talk to you in a new and inherently much fucking better year. It's gotta be, right? I mean. Yeah, I can't, I literally can't imagine it being worse. So. <laughs> Doesn't mean it can't be. It doesn't mean it can't be, but <laughs> but fucking a here's, will we be being punished by God if it is? So um, we'll see you next year. It'll be better. We promise. Adios. Bye.